Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most influential and listened to podcast in auto detailing. Welcome to the community. Hi, welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast. I'm Marshall. You can find Nick and I at the HyperClean Specialist Group on Facebook or Download the HyperClean Store app in your app store or your Play Store. Great way to connect with the brand. Tonight, it's the Community Pub. I'm diving into some Wasatch Brewery pumpkin ale. So, one that I had had last year, if I remember, it is quite delicious, but I am disappointed. Shipyard pumpkin ale is yet to be seen again this year. And um, I just don't know if we're going to have it. I don't know if Shipyard Pumpkin Ale is ever making it back to Oklahoma. This is, though, a nice, real smooth pumpkin ale. Dustin, I know you're out on the road, not able to drink tonight, but uh, have you ever got into pumpkins or anything? Or is it just you go straight from, you know, your bush lattes straight into, you know, your your winter drink? Oh, absolutely. Um <clears throat> I think, uh, does Voodoo Ranger make like a pumpkin spice? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I've had that one a few times. There's a few others that I've kind of dived into just if I see them at the store, um, you know, I'll pick them up and try them. I'm not huge on them, but they're, they're a good, uh, you know, something different to jump into every now and then. It's, it's real hard to find them on draft around here though. Oh yeah. Super hard to find. Agreed. Agreed. Greg, thanks so much for hopping in. Looks like you're working. You're working on some cars. Uh, a lot going on over there in the shop, man. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? Yeah, so uh, Mesa, Arizona. Um, just working on a car here that's uh, needing a paint correction and ceramic coating. Um, yeah, got a nice air-conditioned shop here. It's been hot in Arizona recently, so. Yeah. Um, I've been to Mesa. It's been a long time, but I've been to Mesa. Yeah. It's yeah. A, I, uh, it's in college, in college, yeah, it's, it's just a little bit on the outskirts, but I had a friend that, uh, his parents had got divorced after high school and his mom had moved out there. So he'd moved out there to, to live. And then I think it was after freshman year. Or so he decided he wanted to come back and go to school here and, uh, he needed help driving back. So I flew out there to Phoenix and then we drove from uh Mesa here he went back and went to Oklahoma State so Stillwater but the fun part about that trip that little road trip is stopping at Albuquerque and there just so happened to be a WWE fight and this is like Albuquerque New Mexico WWE fight right so this is the not the televised this is not a this is really hilarious good times and great people watching uh event that we got to enjoy so yeah mace wow. arizona I, I definitely remember yeah what's the uh what's the weather like though now i mean is it still pretty hot because uh, we're in september does it start cooling down today was actually not bad it's been 100 this past week um but right now it's kind of cloudy uh it seems like a storm is about to come in but it's Hasn't really rained much, but Dustin, right now. Dustin knows a little bit about that, waiting for a storm to come in. Yeah. All right, so guys, I'm curious about you all. Uh, yeah, do you? What is it? Do you? Do you guys consider yourself car guys? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, 
Dustin, you're shaking your head. You consider yourself a car guy. What's a car guy? Uh, just somebody who appreciates different, different stuff. Uh, you know, you, I don't think you could just be like, Oh, I like this one car. It's cool. You know, it, you have to appreciate a lot of different things. Like, you know, yeah, I'm a big truck guy. Uh, always have been, but I also enjoy cars too. Um, you know, whatever it be, you know, it could be a, you know, a bed or, you know, uh, if I were to, well, we'll get into that later. Um, you know what I would buy, but, uh, you know, uh, there's a lot that I appreciate, you know? Okay. But so what is it? Is it just that you appreciate cars and trucks or I always felt that a quote unquote car guys always had to be somebody that likes to be in the garage, wrenching their tools and, you know, changing out all this stuff on the car and changing everything and modding it out and doing all this stuff. I mean, that I guess through here is what I've always typically been told is a car guy. So I used to be like that used to love working on my own stuff and, you know, turbos, just, just whatever, you know, even down to just standard maintenance and stuff like that. I used to really enjoy it, but now not so much because I don't have as much free time uh, to do stuff like that. But I, I think a car guy could just be somebody that's like, wow, I love the modifications that you've done to this vehicle. I love how it looks, you know, the custom stuff, you know, you put these wheels on it, you know, you, you did a little something with the paint work, you know, it, you name it. Um, just the little stuff can make you a car guy. You don't have to be doing all your own wrenching. I mean, here comes the built, not bought guys, but, uh, <laughs> you know, it, it's whatever. I mean, however you enjoy car life, you know, you can be a car guy. God damn. Now you're stealing my word. This is what I, we, we really like to propose is people that just like to enjoy the cars, right? Like you're saying, like somebody just has a car life. I, I, I don't ever really have considered myself and being 20 plus years in inside of the car care industry. Many people have been confused that I wasn't a car guy, right? Like forever. My, I had a rodeo and then a Titan, right? All white, Never did really much into them, except when I got into the Titan, I really started to enjoy. We had one of those little sound system things with a little DVD that comes down. But I the, the the big mod that I did on that was I changed it to CNG. Now, that's not considered a car, quote unquote, car guy thing to do, but that's a pretty big modification. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, that, that's cool. Um but you know, and then you got the other guys that throw some EBA wheels on it and some window tent. They're like, look at my build, bro. <laughs> but you know, if you mod something and it doesn't look and it still looks stock, you're, you're not a car guy. <laughs> yeah. Kevin, what about you, man? You consider yourself a car guy, man. <clears throat> I'm a huge car guy. I was, I was born saying car basically. Um, been around cars my whole life. Um, and have fantastic memories with cars. Um, I actually have a memorial for a friend in Inc. One of his cars he he passed on. Um, so yeah, huge car guy. How do you define what's a car guy? Personally speaking, um, it just it gives you that feeling, man. Like you know how I I I I joke around with that look back factor. When your car is clean and you park, you walk away, you just get a couple glimpses in. 
So if you, you're, again, you know, I mean, that's one of those feelings, you know, you're a car guy and stuff like that happens. Um, and again, I know guys in the industry, they're not car guys. That's, that's perfectly fine too. You know what I mean? Um, I grew up and uh, the guys that lived with me, they owned an auto body shop when I was about four mm. or five. Huge muscle cars galore, Chevelles, Novas, you know, anything you can name, they had it. My older brother, 10 years older, man, when I was a kid, they had this, 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 that. One day, guy comes up, races in, gets out. This is 1984, right? Blue jeans, white t-shirt, cigarettes in his shoulder. Guys, check out this. It's a fucking 1984, 85 MR2. Brand new. So as a little kid, I'm like, whoa. I thought it was a Ferrari, you know, looked like the Lamborghini on my wall. Um, and ever since then, man, like that started it. Like I had the bug early, 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 you know. Um, friends always had nice cars. I had a couple of nice cars, you know. But uh, car guy, it, it's just the thing, you know, it's the love. All right. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Nick, what about you? Uh has it always been bikes or did you consider yourself a car guy or just a bike guy? Oh, I got to unmute you. Hold on. I'm going to unmute you. Hear me? Yep. Uh, yeah, I'm more of a car guy. I mean, I mean, both sides. I've been riding bikes on, you know, I was five years old. <laughs> then, uh, been, uh, working on cars and stuff. I have a degree in, associate's degree in mechanics worked on cars on the side and got a little above cars i have an amp license i've worked on aircraft done jet engines overhauls some other stuff then uh i never had like nice classic cars always liked them shit like that but i was that my jeep some other stuff i get worked on them all the time <laughs> that's probably about my background with cars though yeah so you you've always been working on them huh yeah more mechanic side and then now i'm doing what decide to go detailing <laughs> yeah interesting huh what what do you think about the 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 difference between the two uh i don't know to be honest, I, I enjoy this a lot more it's a lot more relaxing i'm not so stressed and <laughs> as long as i'm getting stressful part is getting the business going once i get that going though man I'm, I'm liking this running my own thing instead of being under someone else <laughs> you know why, why do you say that it's less stressful it, it seems like running your own thing would be more stressful than than just pulling apart parts of a car. Yeah, I mean, if I work it out where I'm paying myself, how I work my hours, I work a lot more than probably I should at some jobs where I can make more working for myself than making X amount of dollars in aircraft. But I'm not going to go make a business of aircraft and work for myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot more work and stress into that than what I want to do here. Yeah, it makes sense. Business still rolling on huh? the car show was good or bike show. I saw the uh, booth yeah. and they had the bike out there. I, uh, people, a lot, main product they picked up was a slick. <laughs> they, they liked the, and then, yeah, they love, they love the bike. They're like, man, that thing is shiny. They, they just kept looking at it. And <laughs> that's cool. man. I, I definitely got a lot of cards out and got, got a couple clients. I did this week with them and then hopefully I get some more calls. That's awesome. Congratulations, brother. Yeah. Man, community. 
All right, uh, Greg, what about you, man? You consider yourself a car guy? What's a car guy to you? Yeah, I'm absolutely a car guy. Um, so I started liking cars when my dad was bringing me to NHRA, you know, as a kid. Um, my parents themselves were not into cars, really. Um, but I ended up getting into, you know, the Japanese car scene uh, when I was in high school. So I got into a 350Z, um, started modding that a little bit. Um, didn't go too far with it, but then I ended up getting a 1978 Datsun 280Z. Um, drove that for a little bit, pulled the engine because uh, the head gasket, you know, was shot, and bought myself a GTR engine to eventually swap into it. But then um, I ended up getting a Jeep and started building that up. So now I have an Overland rig. That's uh, pretty much my daily. And Nick, we got another. Off. All right. Off-road stuff. Sweet. But yeah, right, man, where were you last week when everybody was giving me shit about being a Jeep guy? I'll tell you what. <laughs> yeah. Good. All right. We got to keep you coming back. And that way Dustin can know his place is Jeep being the dominant <laughs> brand from the, right the group. Yeah, I love it. Cook with Nick. Yeah, what about you, man? How do, how do you define a car guy? Do you see a car down the road and go, you know, driving by you and go, oh, that's cool. If you've ever said that, congrats, you're a car guy. Um, or if you like any certain kind of cars, period, you're a car dude of some sort. If, if you enjoy any part of being in a car, driving a car, working on a car, cars in general. I mean, if you like it, if you like cars, you're a car guy. I mean, can't get really more simple than that. Okay. All right. So you're, so you're, you would define yourself as a car guy then, no doubt. Most definitely. Yeah, most definitely. Okay. This is the interesting part that this is what I, I got to know then. What is the biggest complaint you get as a car guy? For me, like I said, never been in that official quote unquote role. I love my car life. I love to take care of my car. I love to clean my cars. I love to keep papers. Others cars clean. I can sit and I just love trips. I love being in my car, right? Never been that modern guy, really. Haven't really done anything like that. But not supposed to say that I wouldn't. So if you had one car that you could mod out, that maybe is this secret car that you nobody really knows that you really have always wanted to do. I posted mine inside the HyperClean Specialist Group. Uh, it is no doubt the G37. Probably I'd do a 13 to 15 somewhere through there. I got to do the convertible. I love the convertible side of the G37. And then definitely as I posted in that photo, right, it's getting lowered. You're going to put all the whatever ground effects you want to do. I'm putting on the rims, everything, you know, I'm going to go black the whole way through. And then I'd love to do like some smoked rims, sort of like what we saw in those photos. I really, really dig that. So all right, Dustin, what about you? You can't use you can't use a Dodge truck. We already know that that is a done deal. There's got to be some type of secret little car bill that you've always wanted to do. Uh, Pontiac Trans Am. Uh, the, you know, 2000. Like the, the old school with like the big stuff. Firebird and the stuff and had yeah. the scoop on the hood. Uh, so I, I'm going like 2000 or newer. 
Um, oh, know, okay. LS1. Uh, it, I just love those cars. I love the body style, you know, that, that spoiler on the back, um, how it loops around to the quarter panels. I, I, something about it. It's just unique. Um, those engines are great, too. Um, you can make a fair amount of power out of them with a little bit of money. You know, a nice cam, good tune. Just something. And, and they sound awesome. I mean, yeah, the interior is the equivalent of a Chevy Cavalier. But uh, if you can get past that, that is, that's what I'd have in my garage uh, today. Um, it, it, they're just hard to find clean and if you do find them clean they are just the market is way too hot right now oh yeah uh, for for those cars and uh but yeah so manual transition manual manual trans you know pontiac oh it looked good it looked nice man red or silver though that'd, that'd be my pick hmm. red interesting interesting yeah, good. I, I, I went through my red vehicles and uh you know that that study where they say that red vehicles attract more speeding tickets? Yeah. But dude, dude, I'm telling you because my my driving record was bad when I owned all the red vehicles. <laughs> but uh, no, I just do the tasteful mods to it. Throw a you know drag pack, skinny front wheels, wide rears, look good and enjoy it. Just drive the hell out of it. Cool, man. I like it. I like it. One day. One day. Greg, uh, we had to bounce from you a second ago. The audio got just a little bit difficult. Uh, Jeep looked really nice, man. Uh, it looked like you'd done quite a bit to it. It looked like a really pretty cool Jeep. What's a uh, what's a car or, you know, an automobile that you've always secretly wanted to build out, but you haven't done yet? Mm. Does my Datsun build count that I never finished? <laughs> if my Wagoneer counts, years. it's still in the garage. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Honestly, the Datsun has been my dream car to, to finish out. Um, yeah, I've been building the engine, or I started building the engine years ago, and I never continued it. So I want to build the it's an RB26 out of a 92 GTR. I fully stripped it down. I'm trying to build it to 700 horsepower, big turbo. I want the Datsun to be a track car, pretty much. I want to do some uh, either autocross, not autocross, but um, what is it? Time attack stuff. Okay, cage. sweet man. Full cage. Yeah. yeah, I stepped into the right podcast, didn't I? No doubt. No <laughs> doubt. What's yours, man? Introduce yourself. Hey, uh, what's up, Greg? I'm Wes. Um, I'm part time weekend detail guy. Wes, did you get a mustache? Uh, I mean, I've got random heavy shave <laughs> stuff or whatever, I guess, kind of. Do I look like I've watched uh, Top Gun about 15 times or something? Dude, I didn't even recognize you. That's why. <laughs> I was like, huh? And you're like, I recognize yeah. the voice. And you're like, Wes. And I was like, what? <laughs> so, yeah, you definitely stepped into the right one, man. This is right up your alley. Uh, so what's what's the secret build you've wanted to do? Uh, I mean, it's really no secret. I'd love a, a early 70s S30 240, just like body up, uh, 240Z. Just, you know, straight from sheet metal, everything. Um, also RB26. Just, you know, some fender flares and some, like, 
real Watanabe wheels and oh yeah, you know. So yeah, so yeah, I'm 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 West part time, you know, weekend detail guy or whatever. But I'm a powertrain design analyst at Nissan. So big Nissan head, got a Nismo Z. It's my toy. You and Nick so. could probably have quite a bit of fun discussions, then I bet. Yeah. Yeah. Nick, what about you, man? Uh, what's a secret build you've wanted to do? Plastic yeah. mini, of course. Oh, yeah, my bad. We got two Nicks. I keep, yeah. Uh, uh, we'll go, okay, cooking with Nick. Cooking with Nick. But, Wes, I was meaning earlier, uh, I, since, you know, uh, we'll call him Nick Pig Daddy Nick. Since Pig Daddy Nick has been into uh, <laughs> turning wrenches and been in the mechanic side, you, you guys would probably have a really bunch of fun discussions being engineer side to mechanic side. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely. All right. Cooking with Nick. All right. That was, that was a horrible transition over Wes. I, I completely brutal that one. Thanks, uh, Marty. I know bad cooking with Nick secret bill that you'd ever want to do. Uh, probably a classic mini. Um, what? Really? A classic mini or a Honda, uh, Honda Aki truck. If you get the Japanese K truck to a little cab over engine with the short bed. Mm. Um, those are really cool. Those are four wheel drive, great winter vehicle. But there's a company in California called Gilded Racing that mods out classic minis. And you can put like a Honda J Series V6 in the back, make like 500 wheel horsepower and 1800 pound car. Absolute bonkers car. Well, yeah. 200 grand, but I don't have that. Well, you know. All right. Pig Daddy Nick. Oh, well, not much. I don't know. Any vehicles like Jeeps or included to? <laughs> yeah, man. Anything. Probably more off-road guys. So I'd probably just take my Jeep or something similar or CJ5 maybe. There you go. Yeah, That's I what I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. I'm going. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's get to that. <laughs> like a 75, 78, somewhere through there. Yeah. Yeah, the waterproof dash, all that, reinforce mm -hmm. the axles, or get something on there, make sure it can handle it, <laughs> build it the way I want. Yeah, those things were beast. I, I remember uh, one to the first Jeep I really ever looked at that I was trying to try and get was in college, and it was an all white one. And uh, and he had done every, all these things where he was like, man, we got the, listen, this was literally like something. 25 years ago so i'll butcher everything he had but i just remember the big part of what he was talking about is he would take it and he said you could take one one wheel and you could go climb up a tree and you could do all this different stuff because he had all four wheels rotating at the same time and for him that was a big deal today we go yeah that's that's pretty simple but i guess back in the day that was uh, not a common way of doing four-wheel drive no okay. I, I don't know yeah i was just thinking if you're going Pivoting your wheels, just disconnect the sway bars. But I mean, all wheel drives should be moving. If you got them four wheel drive, I mean. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Like I said, he, he was probably just trying to sell me on it. I was a young, naive college kid. And that's so the only I remember was all white. And I remember him telling me that story. But I I didn't have the money, didn't have the time to keep sitting around looking at it. And I was like, all right, I got to go. Well, <laughs> yeah. I oh, know. I wish. All right, Kevin, what about you, man? What's a secret build you've always wanted to do? Oh, since we can't talk about projects, I'm just going to bring it right to you with the Jeep. I'm going to go 79 Land Cruiser. Just OEM restore. 
the good and, uh, if funds are crazy there's a company that uh that mods those out and redouble them but um i would just go you know land cruiser you know that that's the classic mm -hmm. yeah you can't, you can't go wrong with that i'm gonna yeah. say Toyota. you know go those are beautiful those are beautiful. I all right, John from Ride and Shine. I bet you it might be a Chevy S10 or uh, you know something like that to take you back into the days when you were doing the low rider scene. What was your low rider? What was it? My actual full restoration car was a '67 GTO. Nice. That was my car. I built it from ground up, uh, going through uh, eight years of cancer, and that was my. Uh, my go-to when I felt good enough and uh, I wanted to restore it. Since I was eight years old, I restored it and I lost it in the divorce. <laughs> well, tough to hear, man. What would be a secret car though you'd want to build out? I would want to do a rock collar, 100%. Yeah? They got a lot of rocks yep. out there in Phoenix? That's all it is, is rocks out here. So, uh, you know, just, 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 Rhino line the whole thing, all the body, and and uh, just do a rock climber and just just start tearing some stuff up, see what else can break. That's what I would do. All right, sounds fun. Sounds fun. Hey, Mark, good to see you, man. Or well, at least see you in the pub. Uh, here's the community, community everybody. Uh, Mark, uh, what would be a secret car build you'd be always wanting to do? What's something you've wanted to do? Nope, maybe we don't have Mark. We only have him in person, but not in audio and then spirit. All right, let's go over to the next question. I'm excited about because I was talking about it just a second ago. Nick threw up his hands, cooking with Nick, threw up his hands with the little money cha-ching sing sign because his money folds, it doesn't jiggle. Uh, <laughs> what is for you, Nick? Are you cooking with Nick? Are you saying that... Uh, the biggest problem or the biggest complaint that anybody ever has with you being a car guy or in the car life for you, it's the amount it costs. I'm only answering this because I live with my mom. Yeah. But what do I hear all the time? It's too much money on my damn car. She's too right. much money. huh? She's right. But. That's the way it goes. That's the way it goes. Too much money. Absolutely. Dustin, are you, uh, do you get complaints about, uh, about being a car guy or in your car life? What are the complaints that you hear? Oh, well, more or less mainly for my wife. <laughs> <laughs> you just spent $6,000 on your, on that truck. I'm like, listen, woman, you're the one that's driving a brand new vehicle and I'm driving a 2007. Leave me alone here, okay? Bingo. <laughs> Price, huh? It's always what yeah. you're spending on. I get it. Yeah, yeah. She 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 doesn't she doesn't understand her car costs more than mine, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that happens. That happens. Greg, are you there? I, I know you're out there working on the car polishing away what's the biggest complaint that you've ever heard what's the issue somebody has with your car life i probably have to say my my girlfriend not necessarily about money but she's also like very into building the jeep as i am so 
Oh. It's a battle of who wants uh, to make the decision on what parts we get for it. Oh, I'd look at you guys. That's a fun <laughs> little thing to, to quabble over, huh? Yeah, I guess I got lucky that she uh, she loves the same stuff that I do. Yeah, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. What's all, what's all the stuff you've done to your Jeep? Uh, it's, so right now it's on 37-inch tires, um, full icon suspension, steering, some steering work done to it. Uh, I just re-geared it to 513s. Um, see what else? I just changed the, the starter interior. on mine. Does that count? Did you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see what else. A lot of stuff on the interior. I built a cabinet system uh, for long trips, um, overlanding trips. Uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of tech inside that I had Sweet. to upgrade. Sweet. I, I could use it. My Bluetooth doesn't work anymore, so I could definitely use some yep. tech. I'm back to the old wiring system. It's not fun. And the ones from that you get off of Amazon, they go out about every two months. So, you know, uh, that's the one I, uh, I bought $500. <laughs> uh, it was like a 10 inch, 10 inch Android system. Yeah. We'll see how long that lasts. Yeah. Keep us updated, man. Keep us updated. Kevin, biggest complaint that you get in your car life and uh, being a car guy, what's the biggest complaint you hear? I'm going to say there's a common trend going around. I don't know if nobody noticed, but, um, you spend more time in the car or with the car than me from Ooh. the significant other. Ooh. So the, the theme just keeps going, you know, keep it rolling. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, so I'll go ahead and throw mine out before, uh, before it gets taken. Mine has always been, it just seems to be, well, why do we have to park so far away? That's always been, it doesn't matter at what point in life I've been in. Like I said, I haven't even always been considered a car guy, quote unquote. I'm always parking way away. I always do keep it clean and keep those, <laughs> those, uh, those big old dents out of the side, like unfortunate, which I shared on an episode, what, maybe six, eight months ago or so, something like that. I mean, there were some brand new ones that popped up randomly and it was like, where the hell did those come from? Like, ah, I hate, I hate door dings. So I'm always the guy that parks way away. And, you know, okay. if it's really, really hot or really, really cold, you're oh, going to get the, <laughs> why are we so far away? <laughs> uh, Pig daddy, biggest complaints you've heard being a, uh, a car guy. Oh, probably my wife. I got to go back and forth between a Jeep. I want to build stuff up on and a Harley. I want to do more work on. <laughs> and I've got a couple of Harleys. The other one, sports just sitting back. I can't do work on it for a while. <laughs> nice. There's always something next, huh? Oh, yeah. This always needs something worked on. Then I used to have an old truck and that before I had the Jeep. Always working on it. Like I think one of you guys just talking about their car actually costs more. The wife had one. Which, you know, you're making payments on that. I, I don't have payments on this truck and I have to pick something here and there. That's a good truck, but now okay i went ahead and got this jeep we're making payments on this i'm paying more than i had to fix up the old truck <laughs> so it's just well she wanted it something that we're not fixing up so i i got a jeep out of the deal so worked out yeah it works <laughs> out definitely definitely wes what about you man um well everybody has the money one we've already heard 
uh, time, which is another one. You spend too much time with the car. You spend too too much time with your car buddies Probably. in their cars instead of me. So we got that one too. And then another one would have to be, um, that's all you think about. Like anytime we're having a conversation, it's like, all you think about is what am I going to do next? Do I do this or this or what? Can we talk about something else other than the car? So it's just like, I guess your mental space is kind of cl- just full of car, you know, yeah. I get that one a lot too. Hmm. Yeah. Do you have a, so on the weekend, are you just scrolling through stuff? Is that what you do? Spend all, all the time just scrolling through websites, scrolling through photos, looking through things. Uh, I mean, I do that at night a lot, you know, just winding down or whatever, but I've always got this, you know, this catalog of crap that I want to do. Um, so I'm trying to, you know, we'll get to talking about it and then somehow I'll, I'll manage to step into talking about the car and then I'll be, you know, trying to hash out with her, like prioritize, do I want to do this first or do I want to do this first? I think it would make sense if I do this first and then that because of this and that she's like, dude, I don't care. You're going to do whatever. And can we talk about something else? (laughs) (laughs) No love, huh? No love, no love for the car, but pure love for you. Yeah. She's ridden in it twice. I think. Yeah. (laughs) Sounds about right. Sounds about right. John, any complaints, anything you've ever heard about uh, your car life experience? Mine was always, I don't care what you drive. I'm just tired of picking you up on the side of the road after all the ding uh, burnouts <laughs> and blowing out a tire. So it was always racing. I'd always get in trouble. So it was, I'm tired of the damn insurance hike. So you can drive this damn minivan. So don't think I won't race it. I don't care. I'll, if it's got four <laughs> wheels, I'll race it. <laughs> that was where I, I didn't care. I just didn't care. So yeah, the complaint was our insurance policy kept going up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good. That's a good. One. Mark, uh, biggest complaints you ever hear about your car life? So I was having some Wi-Fi issues earlier, so I apologize. But uh, um, yeah, definitely that that she always says that I love the car more than her is what mm. I get. I get that mm. a lot, and I get a lot that you're spending so much money. Why? What's all this money spent on the car stuff? So. Um, I'm definitely with you guys on that stuff. <laughs> uh, what's uh, since you were trying to hop in earlier, what's that secret build you've always wanted to do? Um, I don't know. I, I couldn't hear. What's the question? So it's just a secret build of a car. Yeah, just is there a car that you've always wanted to build out? Yeah, I used I always. So I used to have a Acura TSX that um, that I wanted to build out and I wanted to build out even more. So I'm definitely a Honda guy. Um, so I've always. I always wanted to have a Type R, but I could never afford it. So I loved to type to do like a um, an SI, like an old Civic SI is what I'd like to uh, definitely build out. That would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be that would be. Mm-hmm. Hey, Ryan, are you there? We we see you're on screen, but we're not sure. We got you. What's going on, what man? Up, man? How you doing? Can y'all hear me? Yeah, yeah. You you can, you doing can. all right over there in Florida? I'm actually in Atlanta, man. I'm in, I'm not in Florida. I'm oh yeah, my bad, my bad. Yeah, 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 my bad. Yeah, can you can you see me? I don't know if y'all can see me. No, we can't see you. We just okay. have the yeah. 
Yeah, man, yeah. I'm doing good, man. I appreciate it. I know I'm a little late, but um, you know, I'm always tuning in. But hey, I get it. I get the opportunity to join y'all today, man. Thank you. Yeah, man. You ever been a car guy? Oh, come on, man. Yeah, I was born a car car guy, man. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What's yeah. been What's been one of those secret builds you've always wanted to do? A secret build? Yeah. Is it a car that you've always just internally always been like, man, I just got to build this out? Well, to be honest with you, man, I'm I'm the, I'm I'm more for looks, man. I, I I want the car to look look fast, but I don't necessarily want to go fast. I'm not I'm not a street racer, but I, I like them I like them to look a certain way. But uh, you know, I, I'm I'm a Corvette guy, man. I know you. I know you know Marty, man. I gotta I gotta I gotta say this, man. I know you you talk about the Corvette guys. I'm a Corvette guy and a Dodge guy, man. I, I own both. <laughs> I don't I don't wear New Balances. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, man. But um, I, I I just like I I just like the cars, man. You know these these cars nowadays, man. They come in stock and they are already fast, so I'm good. I don't need to build them. I just want them to be dependable, man. All right, cool, man. Cool. Uh, yeah. Biggest complaint you've ever heard about what about, about what? being a car guy? Biggest complaint I ever heard about being a car guy. Oh man. Yeah. Um, you know what? I never got a complaint, man. I think people, I think people, I think people probably envy the fact that I'm a car guy. You know, I think people may, you know, they might see, you know, a detail to keep their cars clean, but I, I think people wish they was able to be in a position to keep their cars clean. So I don't really get complaints, man. I, I think, uh, you know, I think people may more compliment. Okay, cool. Here's one that, that I never got because I just never had that type of system, but there's no doubt that I think the quote unquote car guy, that electronic car guy seems to be a kind of going to the ways a little bit. As you mentioned, you know, if something can be stock and fast, I'm ready to go. Boy, the stock stereo systems nowadays are just blowing out what most of the, the systems used to be back in the day. And one of the complaints that many people used to always have was most of the car guys were usually going to build out a nice fat system, right? They're going to have woofers in the back. It's going to be loud. They're going to be cruising down the road. They got their, their windows down and letting everybody hear their music. So I don't ever, I don't know what it is. I don't ever see that guy anymore around and about. Does anybody ever have that, that guy still rolling around their city? I think these new cars, man, these new cars don't allow you to do that, man. With the factory, um, you know, pretty much the screen controls the whole car. So when you start tampering with that, I feel like you you mess other things up in the car. That's just me personally. Hmm. Well, good point, Wes. Is the is the thumper dude still around or has he gone away? He's still around, but a lot of them are, you know, they, they were young in the 80s and 90s. So you're stereo guy is usually you know in their late 40s or 50s and they just still like we can't hear anymore so there's no reason to turn it up loud huh (laughs) yeah the guy i work with he's got a uh he's got a um i want to say like a 2015 uh tundra four-door and he's spent probably five grand on the uh on the stereo in that thing like it's it's nuts like it sounds amazing but i don't know for me i I rather i get more enjoyment out of here in the car than you know than the stereo 
Is that so, what you think it's gone to, Mark? You're nodding your head. Do you think that's what it's gone to? People are just so much more into the car and the way it sounds and, and all that. They don't want the big lounge systems anymore. Uh, Mark? Uh, you got to unmute. Nope. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah sorry. There yep. we go. <laughs> I don't know why I'm having such tech issues today. Um, yeah, uh, I definitely think so. I, older generation kind of thing. I remember back in the day when we would have like a thousand dollar car and our system was more than the car with the big kicker in the back and all that kind of stuff. Um, it just doesn't seem like it's that way. And maybe it is because they're so technical now with everything, you know, in the dash and all that kind of stuff. But uh, um, I don't know. I, I, I just I don't see it as much as I used to. Kevin, were you a thumper? Yeah. I always had a box, um, had 15 inch speakers, 13 inch wheels, you know, uh, but now I don't know if you guys ever seen them now, like the show guys have like transformer speakers that come out their hatch and it's like 12 12s. It's bananas. It's, I don't know what it's called, but, uh, it's like a new show thing. I went to a show last year and it was, it was kind of common actually. Um, <laughs> But now the sound systems in the newer cars, you just need a little, maybe a tenant sub to go with it. You're good. You know, the new cars sound perfectly fine to me now. Yeah. I mean, listen, Greg, did you, did you ever mess around with, uh, with your Jeep and do the system? Because the stock little woofer that we have in the back, it, listen, does perfectly fine. Like you said, I mean, it's, it's pretty good. Like it's it's not amazing, but geez, I could throw on. We love as as it's known. We love to throw on some EDM, right? Go cruising. Love that beat. You know, doom, 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 doom. I'm the car guy that still loves to rock his music loud. It's not an amazing system, but geez, it's good enough for me. Greg, did you mess around with your woofer, or you just you leave uh, the stock one in? Mine didn't come with a stock one. Huh? So I. Uh... I still don't have one, but I upgraded the speakers and the, the head unit and everything. Um, so it was never really my thing to go like big subwoofer and, and go for sound. Um, but as far as, you know, seeing any of those, uh, those types of guys around there, they're at the car shows every once in a while, but I think it depends on where you're at. They've really kind of gone away in a sense as who was yeah. saying earlier was talking about them getting older, right? Like, I guess that generation of that group is just, it's evolved away. I mean, are we going to say, Wes, is it is it kind of ultimately partly your fault? Is that is that really what it comes down to? <laughs> Why? Because I work for OEM? Yeah, exactly. I guess so. I mean, if you if you think back to like even to the 90s and 2000s, I think I think the cost benefit of modifying your audio used to be huge. You know, you spend a couple hundred bucks and you improve the, the audio system miles. But now, you know, it, you can spend a thousand dollars on replacing all the speakers and adding a sub or whatever. And I don't know, maybe it'll sound 20 or 30 percent better than the SOC system did. There's just not a lot of benefit to dumping money into that. Like my the, the you know, it, it's not a it doesn't sound amazing, but the stock Bose system in in the z with the sub in the hatch it sounds perfectly fine like it's not it doesn't annoy me with how it sounds if you want to put it that way it's sufficient 
Well, I think are, are the do people still crack down on noise violations and stuff like that, and they call it like noise pollution and you get tickets and stuff. I mean, is that still a thing? I think so, especially if you live at somewhere like California, you know, where you have decibel regulations and stuff. And you know, recently they're cracking down on people just for using the sport mode in their car. You know, where it <laughs> opens up the exhaust or whatever they're giving people tickets for using, you know, sport mode or track mode and their exhaust popping a little bit. But yeah, I think, I think it depends on in the area you're in. Like there's areas in middle Tennessee where just people know that you can't make any noise, whether it be music or exhaust or whatever, without, you know, getting harassed about it. And then there's places where they don't really care. Cool. Dustin, has it ever been a thing for you to, to throw in a system or are you just a stock kind of guy? Uh, so back in the day, uh, had a 96 Ford Ranger, nice lift kit, you know, nice set of wheels. Oh, you did a tires. lift. You oh, lifted yeah. a Ranger. You didn't lower a Ranger. You lifted it. Yeah, I lifted it. Well, it's four wheel drive. You gotta, you gotta put a small lift on it. And, uh, so I had, I had this uh, truck box because it was real thin, so it fit behind the seat. Mm-hmm. And uh, it had two MTX, I think, 10-inch subs in it. Perfect. Uh, nothing crazy, but it sounded good. So, yeah, I, I dove into that for a little while. Sounded nice. And I probably blew my stock speakers out of the doors. <laughs> but, uh, but other than that that was about the only time i really dove into the whole subwoofers and uh the truck i have now i did upgrade the door speakers in it um some amazon specials that actually sounded pretty good and weren't too expensive hmm. amazon specials huh yeah they had good mm-hmm. ratings man might as well might as well all right so Earlier today, I was folding up some towels. We'd done, done some laundry uh, this past weekend and was unfolding everything out, getting some stuff ready at the shop. And, uh, you know, I just started thinking about contamination and the way over the past years, the way towels have changed. And definitely as, as we came out with the towels that, that we have, it definitely upgraded in a sense the way I viewed microfiber towels. I'd always simply just used uh, a select few towels, uh, like our workaholic that just generalized microfiber towel. I never really got into glass towels or anything. I could never figure out a, a good way of using the glass towel, those silk ones, or even the, the the different diamond weaves and stuff like that. I love our glass towel now. I love the way it works. Towels have always been to me kind of interesting. The one thing that I know that I always did when I would move and, you know, get stuff, uh, you wash them and, you know, you'd put these towels here, put these towels there. We all know that you can't wash some towels with other towels, right? It's a common thing. Every detailer should know that, right? I mean, we, we know that you got to separate towels. Cool. Any other little tidbit information tips? If you got one, raise your hand, you know, the... Let us know anything you else do for cross-contamination, anything that's kind of little OCD up your, you know, in your alley of something you do to help from cross-contaminating your towels. I think Brandon's right now rolling. Are you, you're folding towels right now as we speak. 
Brandon, how do you keep your towels from cross-contaminating? Is it a color system? Is it uh, specific towels that go just for certain things? Or how do you handle cross-contamination? Yeah, usually um, when they're fresh, they're exterior towels. As they kind of get stuff embedded in them, stained and old, I switch them to interior. And then when they get even worse, they're wheel towels. So I just kind of cycle through and I wash them separately. Is it all random colors? Do you have the same color all the time? Uh, They're mostly yellow. Um, I have some special rags for special things that are different colors, but most of them are yellow. Okay. So then you see when it gets, you see it gets dirty and then you start moving it around. So they go from a bright yellow to like, it gets kind of dull, then it gets dark. So it kind of changes color. So you can kind of tell by looking at it. Yeah. Cool. Mark, what about you? Do you have a, a special towel system that you kind of help do to, to, to alleviate cross-contamination? Um, not really. I just, I probably throw them out too often because when they start getting just dis- like disgusting, I just chuck them. <laughs> um, but, uh, but I do kind of have that same similar kind of rotation kind of thing when they start getting really dirty, then I, I do go to the wheels at, at the end. Like he was like, uh, Brandon was saying, so um, I feel like I throw them out too often, but, and I just get a clean one and I probably yeah. spend too much on towels, honestly, but I love, I love the workaholic. I use that all the time. So, oh yeah. And the black workaholic, you talk about wheels. That's my favorite. And that's the reason why years and years ago, I started carrying black towels. I absolutely love black towels on wheels because I ran in Brandon. I kind of did what you, you said you did. And Mine were usually those light blue, if you guys remember those Sam's towels or, you know, the Costco yellow, I guess. But I never had Costco. We didn't have Costco here. So I always had Sam's and I always get those Sam's blue towels. And Sam's did have that, what, lime green for a while. And they had like an orange and they had a, a couple different ones. But I always felt that they just I saw the dirt too early. So I, I fell in love with getting black towels to use for rims, dark towels for scrubbing. And that was, that was one way I kept my cross contamination. And I, Mark, I, I probably didn't, I probably didn't throw my towels out early enough. I, <laughs> mine, I, I use the same kind of judgment system as Brandon in a sense, like the black towel, you know, we'd wash it quite a bit and keep using it. And then like, you can just kind of feel on it. It's like, okay, I, it's probably ready. It, 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 I don't know if it can absorb anything else. It seems to be getting matted down so much. Dustin, what about you? You got a towel system at your shop. How do you guys deal with uh, cross-contamination? No. Mute. Unmute. <laughs> nope. All right. There, there we go. There I got we it. go. I got it. Uh, so we, we have a few different uh, colors for towels. Uh, green towels are always going to be our coating towels, which, and then they become exterior towels if we get them soaked in time. Um, especially the hyper clean coatings, they don't they don't really clog the towel too much as long as you soak them ahead of time. Um, and then eventually down the line, they end up, you know, going for interior towels. Uh, we don't use a lot of towels on wheels at my shop uh, just because we do more traditional washing uh, based off the elements that we see in my area it's just not beneficial to rinse us wash a lot Um, so our towels don't get too tore up Um, 
and realistically sometimes i'll separate them but if they're like you know a handful of you know different interior and window towels i'm just throwing them all together uh with some good wash but uh other than that we don't get too carried away with it i think beginning of the year i'm just gonna place a massive order for towels to just throw everything that we have away and start fresh because we have way too many towels at my shop <laughs> and it's just getting out of control yeah sometimes you just got to right sometimes you got to do that just chunk them out yep. and get new ones <laughs> uh or what about you man what's your towel system like at your shop uh are you uh you got a system how do you do your system uh yep yeah. Man, so pretty much we 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 do the color the color coordination system. Um, we we got uh like these hamper baskets that's divided into different compartments. So we got uh we got uh, our window towels, we got our wax towels, we got our interior only towels, and then we got our everything else towels. So everything is divided. So um in my cabinets uh we keep the same things on our drawers so we got the interior drawers and everything is labeled so in the mornings we load our carts up with the interior towels or whatever towels but once we get done with the car we go we go dump them at uh hamper uh but we wash them all separate man so um you know we wash our window towels by themselves uh, wax towels by themselves um, and of course, soak them in like a rinseless wash. Uh, once we get done with the coatings, and um, and then we just kind of uh, reuse those if we need to. Probably turn them into exterior uh, rags. Uh, when we wash them, we use um, a regular washing machine. I may put one um, one pod in the. Um, if I'm washing the wax towels, I'll do one pod. But we have a a, a thing called microfiber refresh. I don't know if y'all familiar with it. It's just like a, a, a it's like detergent for microfiber rags. So that's what we use to uh, wash our rags. Um, for our interior rags, we I put a little bit of chlorine in the uh, washer with them. Uh, window rags, I put a little bit of chlorine in it. But um, just pretty much just you know rinse them twice. Uh, the, uh, uh, the wax rags, um, if you dry them too much after a while, the fibers get a little little stiff. So you gotta pretty much dump them it just kind of if you're trying to wax a car you pull... oh we lost you get rid of them. there you so, go yeah. yeah okay cool yeah cut out there for a second i don't for some reason your phone went on mute but i, I... No, no i'm sorry i got a phone call that came in but i was saying and after a while you got to eventually get rid of the rags after you wash them too much you know it stop absorbing so you know you just got to get rid of them after a while yeah, appreciate that. Mark asked a question in the chat. Uh, good question. He was asking, what do people use? Do, do you use a special soap? Do you use a general soap? You know, what do you guys use uh, on your microfiber towels? Uh, Kevin, you are answering all clear. Is Just the all, the, uh, the white bottle all, just the clear one. Um, it's just works. It's regular. It's no big name. You get more for your buck and it works in my world. Hey, you know, uh, cool. I've always used that for like the last five years. I've been using that. Yeah. Uh, I, I know again, multiple, multiple people that have used that. Yeah. 
Um, and again, just color system, dividing while washing, like the drying towels are separate, buff off towels, you know, by GSM sometimes, all the, uh, and again, with the interior towels, like the workaholic, if you dry them too long, they get stiff and you're done. Um, so never dry them at a high temp. Yeah, you know, no. just the things. I always, coming into the game, I knew towels were real important because um, it affects your results at the end of the day, you know. Um, Speaking of towels, it's interesting you're saying drying. Um, there's no doubt drying is very important. Many people talk about drying on lower temperatures, not going that high, high temp when you're drying or doing the fluff setting. That's one thing people have done to help the uh, the microfiber. I know having just a, a better microfiber, having a more of a plush style microfiber has helped. If, if you guys ever know if, when you've dried towels and you've got a bunch of lint there in the in the dryer. So my wife said after she started drying our new towels that we brought in, she was like, guess there's no lint. Like such a great towel. She had commented about the towels that she uses and how much lint that it is left over in the inside the dryer and how little lint is left over from, from the hyperclean towels. Wes, what do you use to clean your towels? Um, I've got two things. Um, I've got the PNS rags to riches, um, detergent for microfiber. And I've also got the 3d microfiber detergent. It's green. So I like both of them. They both, they both work well. And All right, so let me add, let me ask this question for people that use, and this would just be a general question for people, right? Like, if you use a special detergent versus you you just use something general, right? Special detergent, hands up. If you use a special detergent, hands up. Or if you're listening, honk your horn, right? That'll be funny, you know. Honk your horn, special detergent. So we got two or three special detergent. Greg, are you special detergent? Do you use a special detergent? I would be regular. Well, did we get you? There no, we I just use a regular detergent liquid. Okay, so we got two or three specials, two or three regulars. It's almost about 50-50. Brandon, so what about you? Are you a special detergent guy? I just use a free and clear. I, I usually use Purex, but I've used all as well. I yeah. just use free and clear detergent. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's interesting. So it's about 50. It's really, it's about 50-50. Yeah, Maybe. Marty, Marty I'm yeah. sorry. I, I don't, I use regular detergent. I just use a regular pod, but yeah. uh, I think for like your wax rags, uh, you, you, you should use some type of uh, refresh in there or something. I don't know, you know, but something just to keep those fibers soft. Well, yeah, why you do know? you say that? What is it that it does? What you mean? The, the refresh? Mm-hmm. I just think it, it's probably like, um, you know, some people may use a, a fabric softener when you do your regular laundry. I just think it's like a fabric softener, softener for microfibers. I, I just, you know, I've been using it for a long time and I, sometimes I, I can see the difference. Okay. In the towel? Yeah, just the way the towel perform, f performs, you know, um, when, when when those bristles get a little stiff because uh, you definitely know, I don't recommend using any kind of powder detergent. No, well, those powder turgers are strong, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pig Daddy, you use uh, any special detergent, or what do you do for your towels? Uh, for the most part, just the pods, and I'll separate the dirty ones. They get too grimy and stuff, but other than that, oh, that's probably about it. 
Okay, cool. <laughs> kind of simple. I probably ought to upgrade something. But <laughs> All right, so tonight we've got uh, a tab out question from not Derek. He's gone. Derek was at a wedding tonight, a little upset that people had people are getting married on a Wednesday night. He's like, listen, I can't be there. So all good. It is interesting, a Wednesday night wedding, but you know, Hey, this is what it is. We got married, you know, on a, a random time that people weren't exactly happy about. So good for those people that are choosing a time to best fit for themselves. We do get to miss out on Derek though, but it's going to be a pretty simple tab out question coming from me because I'm just curious. Uh, and it's going to be really about anything. I really am just curious about what is fascinating you. This could be in the car saying it could be in the detail saying it could be a TV show. It could be a new food, anything that is really just over the last week or two weeks, just fascinated you. All right. So for me, right. Mine is I'm really curious if Tom Brady's going to make it through this season. Like I I'm really fascinated with all those troubles that happened at the first season's kind of rocky already. I really, I said at the beginning, I was like, man, don't get hurt. Right. Like I, when Peyton Manning came back and he was after all of his neck surgeries and all that was just like, no, man, like don't do it. Like just, but he won. And then he went out of his way. I'm like, is this Tom Brady's really last season? And will he remain healthy and not get hurt? I'm curious because he's picking fights and all kinds of things. So I'm fascinated with that. And I'm fascinated with the new, uh, well, it might not be new for everybody else. It's it's new for me because I don't really watch a lot of TV and now it's sort of moving into a little bit slower season. Saturday, I turned on the new uh, Lord of the Rings series and I've re- I watched, I think, three episodes and I was just like, wow, like, okay, start off a little slow, but man, it brought me straight back to the, all the Lord of the Rings and those movies were just, I loved them. Those are some of my favorite movies. So, I'm really fascinated right now with the Lord of the Rings series that is out. Kevin, what about you, man? Now, what is something that's fascinates you? Um, right now, I would say, honestly, um, the web telescope stuff, anything that's producing right now and uh, how they they tapped that that asteroid the other day with the dart defense system. I'm all into that kind of stuff. So, okay, say that uh, again. So we attacked an asteroid? No, 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 no. We we nudged it basically. Uh, we sent something up there just to to just tap its orbit because it's a like a twelve year rotation, and the long term wouldn't be pretty, basically. But they're not saying all that. But um, so they just nudged it, and we'll find out in like four to six weeks if the orbit changes. So it's kind of cool. It's pretty cool. Okay. That is cool. That is cool. Uh, Greg, we'll come to you here in a second. Uh, Oh, you ready? Okay. You ready? Let's go. What's been fascinating you lately? It could be a detailed scene or anything else. Uh, We went to Colorado recently and did some fishing in a Alpine Lake. Um, We caught a lot of trout and that's my first time catching trout and it was off the recommendations. Uh, like my fishing rig was off the recommendations from this guy we bought some tackle from. So now I'm watching a ton of videos on how to trout fish and where I can go in Arizona to do it. So that's awesome. That. I I've only trout fished one time myself and it was in Arkansas of all places It's on that Arkansas, Missouri border. And there's a, 
a little stream, little river that they actually, they hatch them and then release them. And dude, those little boogers were tough to catch. It's like, as soon as you'd start getting one to come over and chase a fly, then another one would come over and hit it away. Sometimes they'd grab the fly and you'd be pulling it in and they'd just be like, no, nah, I'm out. Trout fishing was tough. Yeah. Trout, trout's tough, but, um, so good reason, though. Did you get to, did you get to eat them? We didn't eat them. Oh, we, so we good. Them them back. Oh, <laughs> but, see um, at this place, they I, had a little, you could go take them to a guy that would fillet them for you. And then that night over the campfire, we all cooked trout. Oh, so good. <laughs> they were they were kind of small but my girlfriend was actually the one that caught most of them she caught nine trout off of my wow. setup and i caught three so i'm i'm jealous yeah good for her there good for her that's awesome that's awesome so is it youtube you're watching a lot of youtubes yeah a lot of youtube stuff mm-hmm. yeah all right wes what's been fascinating you lately Unfortunately, nothing super exciting. I've been so consumed with work the past couple of weeks. Um, we between football, of course, I'm a Titans fan, so it's been interesting to see them completely just fall flat for one game and then do decent on the next game. It's like I, I don't know. It's kind of tough being a Titans fan, but um, usually is that, right. What's that? It's just usually tough being a Titans fan, right? Like. Yeah, they're just totally mm. unpredictable. It's it's weird. But uh, other than that, I mean, we started, me and my wife watched the first part of the Dahmer series or whatever. Oh, yeah. I watched a little bit of that, too. Wild. That, that is wild. <laughs> that is wild. That's the only thing that strikes me as being super exciting lately. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that is wild. That is wild. Uh, the, the guy that works with us, Cass, and, and some of you have met Cass. Uh, he works with us in our warehouse, and he had started watching that, too. And he's he's like, dude, it's crazy. There's a lot of good memes that came out of it. <laughs> I bet. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brandon from Shawshank, what's fascinated you lately? My new car has definitely been putting smiles on my faces after a 14-hour day driving home. It's been... What's that? uh, I got an Audi SQ5 that I also tuned, and it's my first car where I enjoy red lights. I hit the launch control, and uh, yeah, I got smiles on my faces driving to and from work every day. It's a lot of fun. That's cool, man. That's cool. Some more stuff to it soon. but uh, And then the other thing is, the opposite of my smiling face. I'm fascinated how angry, mad, and frustrated everybody in this world is lately. It's crazy. Mm. Watching people like yelling at people working at gas stations, yelling at this person, freaking out when you drive by them. Like everybody's on edge nowadays. That's pretty fascinating too. Hmm. That is true. That's true. I've seen it a lot lately too. I'm like this driving my car. Yeah. Why do you think everybody's on edge? Uh, lots of reasons. I think people were in a bubble for so long that they kind of lost compassion for other people. They were kind of living their own life. You know what I mean? Um, I think they're on edge because financial situations. I think they're on edge because the news is making them freak out about every world ending thing that they want to tell them to freak out about. <laughs> 
There's a lot of things. Okay. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Good to see you on here, man. Same here. All right. Cooking with Nick. What's fascinated you lately? F1 racing. Oh. So it's a new endeavor I've been diving into. F1 racing and simulators, like driving simulators. There's a local company here, soon to be, called Podium One Racing. Um, You guys should Mm -hmm. go to Instagram. Check out Podium One Racing. Super cool things. Imagine top golf, but like with simulators, you go and rent like a racing simulator for a few hours instead of going to hit balls for a few hours. Super cool. Um, I've been watching F1 races, just seeing like what the cars are capable of, you know, the amount of rules and regulations involved in those kind of races is absolutely crazy. The amount of things that go into play and what makes a team successful or unsuccessful or what makes a car break or not break or just all the different factors that go into the results of the race is fascinating. So I've been getting into that. Wow. Well, that does sound like it'd be pretty intriguing. Well, that's cool, man. Appreciate that. Yeah, I got an update on food too. Thank you. I was about to ask. Mm. On the grill. Uh, but we didn't hear earlier. I mean, what are you, what are you doing? Uh, I'm doing chicken wings, obviously on the grill, um, barbecue chicken wings. And I'm going to dunk them in a Alabama white sauce with some homemade fries and grilled asparagus. It's going to go on. Okay. I'm intrigued. Alabama white sauce. Yeah. So it's a mayo and vinegar based sauce. So it's, um, like two cups of mayo, uh, a cup of apple cider vinegar or half cup of apple cider vinegar. Um, and a bunch of seasonings in there. Um, some cayenne and some hot sauce in there. Great, mm. great little Duncan sauce for wings. Mm. I have to try that out. It does sound pretty I highly good. recommend it. I'll play yeah. for tonight. Listen, I've been stuck the past couple times. I've made wings. We're watching Sunday night football. Made some wings. Listen, I've been stuck on just taking some regular barbecue sauce. You know, we, we got what's called head country. It's a local Oklahoma one. That's one I always get, but you can do it with probably a bunch of different ones. Listen, I just take a, take a shot of whiskey, throw a shot of whiskey into the barbecue sauce, stir Ooh. it up, dude, you dip those wings, you get a little bit of that whiskey flavor, some of the barbecue Ooh. sauce. Ah, oh, so again, love it. Nice. Mark, what's been fascinating you lately? So it's fascinating watching Greg, by the way. He's doing a great job. I just want to say that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, but this is kind of different. I'm a volunteer firefighter. So we just on Monday, we did a flashover drill, um, which is basically like, um, how can I describe it? Like a quick burning fire um, in a, it was a drill. So it was a, um, in a self-contained area, but uh, it got up to almost 700 degrees. So it was uh, a pretty fascinating experience um, to go through and it's good, good training for us um, as a volunteer firefighter, but that's kind of been um, fascinating for me lately is kind of looking at that too. Um, oh yeah. So you got into 700 degrees. Yeah. It goes up to that hot and then, and then you cool it down after when you hit it with water, it cools down pretty quick. Um, but it's interesting to see the smoke level go down and the heat rise and it's just, it gets, it gets real intense. Um, I don't know if any of you guys do that on the, like fire, like volunteer on the side too, but, um, but yeah, it was, it was definitely an intense experience that I had on Monday. So, um, yeah. and I am a Brady fan too. Brady is hey. on, my, 
on my uh, on my fantasy football. So he better you better stay okay. That's all I got to say. Yeah, <laughs> I, this week I didn't start him because I didn't think he'd do well. Uh, and and I I started uh, I don't remember who I started. He didn't do well either. But the first time that I ever remember doing this in fantasy football this weekend, I tied. Wow, exact same. Yeah, I'd never known to tie. <laughs> And I was, I had, I had the last player and I had Zeke and I'm like, come on, Zeke. I just need like one more catch off to the side. I need one more run. I just need something like something. And I tied. I was like, what crazy That's Kevin. Crazy. I mean, are you still a Brady fan, even though he's, he's, yeah. he's left or listen, man, never count Tom Brady out. That's all I gotta say. That's all I gotta say. He's just, he's just a, He's just a mental animal, man. He, he, he's just different. I, tell you I agree. I agree. But even the goats, when they get old, I'm just so, hoping. But he, I'm just he, hoping, man. I'm hoping there's no problems. So they thought he was crazy when they said 45. Don't forget that part. He's 45. So I think he'll be fine. I think he'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah I'm Mark, I'm like you. I'm laughing. I'm like, I don't know. He'll be fine. Maybe. I mean, as fast as he gets the ball out and the way they protect him, he probably will. It's just when he starts doing some things where he thinks he's 10 years before, it's like, what are you doing, dude? You can't pick a fight. You're 45 years old. Yeah. I can't do it. All right. Orain, uh, what's fascinated you there in Hotlanta? Uh, Listen, I I took an Uber the other day because I just had to pick up the Jeep. When I said that, that, uh, you know, I I had a (laughs) – previously had an alternator and then I just had a starter that goes out. It wasn't me actually replacing the starter. Yeah, that doesn't happen. I was picking up the Jeep at the mechanic and I started talking to the the Uber driver. And for some reason we started talking about food and started talking about Atlanta and how amazing I told her, I was like, listen, the, the hot chicken, the hot Atlanta chicken, you can't beat it. There's multiple places when I got off. Uh, that was what I was trying to find is that good old Southern fried chicken out of Atlanta. Man, can't beat them chicken wings, man. Yeah. Oh, get them whole, get them whole wings. The only no, place I know that competes yeah. with Atlanta for fried chicken is Nashville, and that Nashville hot chicken, oof, that's that's tough, yeah. man. That's some yeah, good chicken. I never, I never been to Nashville, but uh, yeah, man, hot Atlanta, man. You gotta, it's the mom and pop places that got the best wings, though. You gotta. You got to find a hole in the wall and, you know, you got to get, let them prime crispy. <laughs> I like the small wing, man. I don't like the big old wings, you know, yeah, the wings got to be small. If they too big, it's too much. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. All right, man. What's been, uh, what's been fascinating you lately? Man, um, man. So lately I, uh, a customer of mine put me on drones, man. Um, he had um he had this uh, professional drone man. It's not a toy either. Um, but he he upgraded the drone and he just um, wanted to get rid of that one. So I ended up buying it from him. Um, and I just been he's kind of been mentoring me on drones, man. Um, this drone is a, a racing drone. It's a FPV drone. Uh, so it means first person view. So you actually put a headset on and um, the drone goes up and you got the remote. So I'm not in, I'm not into video games, but man. And as a grown man, this this is really a grown man's toy right here, man. Because um, 
Um, you know, you gotta, you gotta, it has an app and you gotta check where you can fly. You just can't go fly it anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Cause if you buy an airport, you can't fly it by the airport. So, um, man, it's a real cool drone, man. Um, I like to just, right now I'm just learning it. It, um, it goes fast. It goes up to 90 miles an hour. Um, so it's actually a racing drone. Um, but, um, me right now, I'm just, just hovering with it, just trying to take photos, take shots, take videos. Um, but it actually does, man, it does tricks. It does flips. It's a real, <laughs> it's the real deal, man. Um, I got a long way to go with it. I just been YouTube and a lot of videos, but if y'all get a chance, man, it's an, it's a first person view drone. It's an FPV drone. Um, you know, you take shots. If we do car shows, it's great for car shows. Um, I'm not on that level yet, man, but I just got to learn how to pilot the, the drone right now. But, uh, man, that's, that's my, that's my hobby right now. Um, but man, y'all check that out. Yeah. I think I'm going to get back into that myself one day. I, so I have a drone that's been yeah. sitting for a couple, literally probably a couple of years when I went to the Cayman, I took it and that was the yeah. last time I remember using it. I'd, I'd got it and started messing yeah. around with it, but I guess I just, listen, didn't read the instruction manual. I never do. Cause I can't read, man. And I, I yeah. thought I was saving everything <laughs> to my phone and I didn't ever put one of those yeah. cards in there. So mm. nothing that I nah, did ever got recorded. In, yeah. Like, yeah. What do you, you got? Put the memory. I got the memory card in the headset and one in the drone. Oh, uh, I don't know what I have, Wes. I, I, I'd, I'd have to go. I mean, I'll, I'll send it to you, whatever. But it's it's yeah. one of those little gotta, small ones. I, I like it. I got a. No, is, is DJI or is that the gimbal? DJI, I yeah, DJI. That's yeah. what I got. The DJI, the DJI FPV. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Mine's yeah, a little DJI one. DJI FPV, man. Mine's I, DJI too. I, I want to, the next okay. thing I want to do with it is I've just been using my, the app, like you talk about using the phone. Mm. It was too hard. Yeah. I actually, I did for a little bit. I was trying to do some stuff where I was recording around the car. Cause that's what I love mm. to. I think that would make some really great. Gotta be careful. Gotta be careful. You, you do. I almost hit a car once. You're right. I almost, man, my wife, because my that wife the, is mad right now. She's bad. I, I damaged the drywall in the house. I got a hole in my wall. <laughs> you can't fall in the house. <laughs> Man, I was just trying to hover, man, and I got it out of hand, and that thing just clipped the walls. I got a hole I got to fix right now. Yeah, well, I was told if I get the remote, it'll be a lot better because I'm just using the app, and it's it's the literally you're right. It's you're right. It's like you're a, a dude playing a video game on their phone, and I'm trying to do, it, and I just yeah. I went this way, and it like literally I grazed over a car, and I was like, <gasps> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Man, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta tell you though, man, you gotta sit down when you're doing it, man. I, I, I stand up and I realize that I'm moving around because I got the headset on and I'm not even realizing what's going on in the real world. So, uh, man, sometimes, man, I, I, I trip over stuff just moving around. So I find that when I sit in the chair and I just go up and I just, you know, get, I'm getting used to it right now, man. I, I'm not, I'm not going fast yet, but these guys, they're like, man, come on out with us, man. We, we're gonna be in the field. And we're gonna do some tricks, and I'm like, I'm not ready for that. Yeah, that would man. be cool, though, man. Put it on the headset and stuff. Yeah. That would be cool. Yeah. That is a good little hobby. It would be great to people yeah, get into. And this, cool. yeah. I love little hobbies like that, which I've mentioned. Like, 
the way to do business through your life and the way to be able to be in business 20 plus years is, is to interject things in your life that you find fascinating and putting them into your business. So using a drone like that, figuring out how to use it and then seeing how you can incorporate it into your business, taking better videos, taking better photos, all the cool stuff that can go around with it, as well as then just having a cool hobby. Dude, I love it. I love it. I don't know how true it is, Marty, but the customer told me, he was like, hey, if you use these drones, it could prevent like dementia and stuff when you grow older because it's hand-eye coordination. So it does something, you know, so I'm like, okay, you know, I guess it's positive, you know, so hey. <laughs> yeah, hey, whatever yeah. we can do to prevent that, I'm with you. Guys, yeah. thanks so much. What a great night here in the community pub. Great chat with everybody. Had a good time. Kevin, always a pleasure, brother. Good to see you, hey. man. Greg, great to meet you, man. Please hop back on. Thanks for being in your shop, working in the shop, and uh, getting everything done and being a part of the community pub, man. I really appreciate it. Wes, uh, stranger danger, but uh, glad we got it figured out. It was you. Uh... <laughs> Brandon from Shawshank, man. Good to see you. Folding your towels and hopping in. Cooking with Nick. It's underscore grooms. If people want to go check out what his wings look like, those Nashville wings aren't small like the uh, hot Atlanta wings are, but, uh, you know, things are bigger in Nashville, I guess. That's what Nick says. Yes, sir. All right. Mark, good to see you again, buddy. Thanks for hopping on. Orain, always a pleasure, man. Appreciate you coming in. And uh, Martinez, I know that uh, you got your camera off, but. Thanks for always being a part and being here inside of community guys. We'll see y'all next week. All right. All right. Enjoy your car life. Oh, shit. <laughs> hey, this is Marshall. What a fun episode. Thanks for listening. And you know what? Could you do me a small little favor? If you got any value out of that, maybe you got a giggle. Maybe you got a chuckle. Maybe you enjoyed hearing about people's car life and well, could you go leave us a review? I mean, if you got something out of it, that'd be a great thing to do. Whatever you listen to this on, go leave us a review. It's a way that others can get to know more about the community. Hey, this is Marshall. I really appreciate everything you guys do. And thanks for being a part of Pints of Polishing Podcast and the Hyper Clean Specialist Group on Facebook. See you guys. Have a great night.